Welcome to the BYOK Live, where we discuss the trending stories, strangest dilemmas, and real life topics. Okay now, lovelies, let's get into some things. Hello, hello, hello. It is Be Your Own Kind. No, it's Renita from Be Your Own Kind. And I am here for another um, live show. So I've decided this is what I've decided that I'll go Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, be live Monday and Tuesday, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, if my schedule permits. And so far it does this week. So I thought that that would be exciting because Thursdays I usually publish my, um, what is it called? Oh, publish the mini. So, and then I have interviews when I do have interviews on Friday. So that is my schedule. I have a schedule. Whoopee. Enough about me. How are you today? It is Monday. September 12th, 2022. I don't know about you, but Mondays go by so fast for me. Like I looked up and it was eight o'clock and then it was 1 p.m. So I'm like, oh God, where did the work day go or whatever? So, so anyway, I have these bangs, but they're all in my face. But anyway, so I'm super excited um, to be live and, um, and just connect or whatever. So um, let's get started. This is normally, this is called the BYOK Two Cents, but I forgot all about that opening. So I'm like, oh, I like that better. But just in the spirit of Two Cents, I'll go ahead and play the Two Cents song. What Two Cents mean is it's all my opinion. I'm going off of what I'm reading, and then I'm just giving an opinion of it. That's basically what it is. <laughs> also, if you are watching this video, please be sure to follow me, subscribe, wherever you're at. Um, I would love that. Also, on all um, on all social media monikers, it is Be Your Own Kind 24. You can find me there. If you want to subscribe to the mailing list, you can always go to BeYourOwnKind.com. All of that stuff is found up at the top. All right, so let's get started um to our let's get started for the show so i think i did it correct this time we're gonna see so the first thing i thought was super hilarious i saw this circulating and i wasn't gonna like do a thing about it but i thought it was just so funny so basically they asked the guest that didn't bring a gift to leave the baby shower and so i thought this was a fool so i just wanted to to play it let's start it over <laughs> Oh. Earlier, Tia got a very special announcement for y'all right here, right now. Let's get the mic to them. Let's go. All right, so first and foremost, thank y'all all for coming. Appreciate y'all. Um, definitely got to give a shout out to everybody that played a role in this. Not everybody, because some people came and didn't even bring a gift. Say something, because this kind of gives me wedding vibes. At my wedding, a lot of people came, but they didn't bring a gift. So if you came wow. to the baby shower and you didn't bring a gift, she didn't mean that. No, I meant it. I meant, I meant it, fam. It ain't no hormones. She didn't mean that. I meant that. I meant exactly what I said. So if you didn't bring a gift, you can get up and go. I said what I said. The DJ plays too much with the ball. Look at her face. Like, seriously? She must be one of the people that never bring a gift. Because why did they zoom in on her? <laughs> this is a whole food. I said what I said. Yeah, I did. That's that. 
Okay. Um, the dad like. Ugh. Yeah, man, y'all heard what she said, man. You ain't got to get up, go ahead and head to the nearest exit. <laughs> <laughs> no, she's not playing at all. That is a straight fool. Like that is a straight fool. Like she said, this is giving wedding vibes where people didn't give me a gift. Here's the thing: if you felt that serious about or that deeply about the wedding. You should have just not invited those people to the baby show. You already knew they weren't going to bring a gift. But who does that? Like, <laughs> you said it's me. There's not showing me people face on Facebook. I mean, people's name on Facebook. But um, somebody's laughing saying, that's me. Oh, my God. That is so petty. <laughs> Why invite them at all if you're going to do that? I thought that was so hilarious. I mean, no, you can't show up empty-handed, but some people just don't have the money. And I think like the fact that you actually show up, I mean, shouldn't that mean something when you show? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I <laughs> I mean, I feel we're coming empty-handed, but there are times where I had to give a gift like post the event and I did feel bad, but I'm like, hey, I got you. I got you. You know what I'm saying? Oh, hey, Miss Michi. I don't know why Facebook is not showing names. Um, Maybe you can tell me about that because you use StreamYard. Does your does name show up when you use StreamYard um, on Facebook? Or did I put something wrong? Let me know what I did wrong. So, so yeah. <laughs> Miss Michi, I hope you're not that petty. I really pray you're not that petty. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, uh, you can expect people to bring something, but it's ignorant not to bring one. My StreamYard. Oh, oh okay, 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 okay. So, I'm going to say... Facebook people, because <laughs> I don't know who was, I don't know who was what on there. So, um, so the next thing is this. I thought that this was a good meme. I like to have some little quotes in there. Well, this is Eros. He's the Prince of Poetry. Um, hopefully, I'll have him as a guest on on the platform. So I'm excited about that. But I like this thing that he posted where it says, "My mother used to tell me, if they can love you at your worst, then they'll really love you at your best." That's always stopped me from putting faith in people who only try to get close after meeting me at my highest moments. Love me in the low. I don't really think it's much to follow with that because I think that's pretty self-explanatory. Like those friends that that have been there with you when you were at your lowest, when you were just crying them crazy tears or you couldn't, you know, you were just able to be yourself and just say, say how you felt. Those are the people that you should keep in your circle. Those people that you could be vulnerable with and they're not going to judge you. Even if y'all have disagreements from time to time, you can always bounce back, you know, and they don't throw it back in your face. That's my point. When you guys like fall out and then they throw back, well, girl, remember when you told me or they're not spreading your business and gossiping when you at your lowest, they're encouraging you and actually taking up for you for, from everybody else that's trying to gossip from you. Like, I feel like that is a true friendship. Like, Hold me down in my lowest. Yes. Hold or lift me up when I'm in my lowest. So I thought that that was really, um, really insightful because those are when you, when you are having your lowest points is when you do find, you know, who needs friends like those, <laughs> who needs friends like those, like the people that's and that people that don't be there with you, um, in your lowest, right. Who needs them? You know, yes, you got to have a strong circle. I say sometimes you as strong as is 
the people that's around you. Iron sharpens iron. So make sure whoever you're around, they love you for you and not for what you have. Or And some people just stick around people for potential, right? They see the potential in you probably more than you do. And they just want to stick around just in case you make it. Those are not people. You got to watch out. It's so many different people. And it, that could be a whole show within itself. But yeah, so I thought that this was really insightful. And so I just wanted to share that right in the wave. Oh, I haven't did this so long. Riding the wave and friendship comes with the territory of that relationship. Exactly. Because here's the thing. When you have relationships, <laughs> you're going to have higher lows. You're not going to agree on everything while you're two different people that was raised basically in, in a different way, reared up in a different way. You have different view viewpoints. And I feel like that's what makes a relationship kind of interesting, right? Because you learn off of each other, which is where that iron sharpens iron. What we're going to do is agree to disagree. <laughs> on some things and that's fine that's fine you know but i think that's just an interesting relationship even in a um a loving like a romantic relationship you 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 got to be sharpening me some type of way i need to learn something from you so i just feel like relationships are up and down it's some some you know some people you never have arguments with but there are some people you close to that you always falling out with but it's about the love and the intent behind that that person in that relationship you know who who you throwing shade at? The girls want to know. I'm not throwing shade at anybody. This, I, and I have no idea who this is. This is what, <laughs> this is what popped up. I actually did this um, lineup last night. So this is just what was on my lineup. But I'm not throwing this on anybody. I mean, with all of my friends to be transparent, we've had our ups and downs. We have. But at the end of the day, they my sisters. It's a sisterhood at the end of the day. I have friends that I have known. I think my longest friend I've known since I was, dang, we were in seventh grade, seventh grade. So how old are you in seventh grade? So I want to say like 12, 13. I have known her since I was 12, 13 years old. And that is my G. Then I have people that I met like, and um, in college, that's 20 plus years. Those are my G's. And I have people that I've met like Michi, three, four, you know, three. Has it been three years? I think three years. And I, then I meet people I've known for a couple of months, you know. So um, and with all of that, it still waves. And it don't even have to be sometimes waves aren't even an argument. Rather, it could just be distance life. But I can always call people and we can pick up from where we left off of. It doesn't even matter how far in between do we talk and that's what i define as a sisterhood so it's not personal it's just a just a, a me <laughs> sisters always have lips best but exactly i mean i have biological sisters and we've we've fallen out and then we've been friends again so i think in any relationship it just depends on who's going to be stubborn and who's going to apologize and it's the people in the relationship if you want to work it out then you you work it out so so I thought that was pretty cool. Well, then, Michi, why are you playing around? Why you want to joke and stuff? Make sure that you put <laughs> your uh, your social media uh, information on there. Miss um, Michi, she has a Blueprint Media Live every Thursday. Ooh, our time frames are different. I might say it wrong, but 6.30 p.m. Central Time. And correct me if I'm wrong. She has special guests coming up this week, um, so be sure that you be um, you check her out. Tomorrow, I will have some visuals for you on that. Um, and I know she is on Facebook, and she is on Instagram. Yes. Oh, yes. And she says, Miss. Le yes, she does have Miss Michi Lavish Looks by Miss Michi. 
Um, that is also, let me type it for you because she ain't giving you no type of sites. I think I even have you on here somewhere. There we go. So, <laughs> MissMitchie.com shop. You can use the code BYLK to receive 15% off. Is it 10% off? I, I think it's, it's 15, if it's 15% off, 10% off. Um, and you can also reach her on IG um, at Miss Michi and her email if you want to contact her, um, if you want to be a guest on her show, or if you want her to do some voiceovers, she do press, she does um, social media consulting, business consulting, she does it all. You can always email her at contact at MissMichi.com. So get into it. Little plug, little commercial. One day I'll get uh, an actual visual, so I'll get a, I'll get that next time for you guys. But um, let me know if you want to reach out to her. Yes. So um, the next thing, <laughs> the next thing is I thought that this was also something kind of cool to share because I like to share cool things too. Because um, I'm all about personal development. People that know me, you know, know whatever. And so, um, let's see, I think it says, oh, oh no, that's copyright. We're going to do that. So she says, I realized I wasn't burnt out from overworking. I was bored from not doing enough of what I was enjoying. Running my business was starting to feel repetitively exhausting. I felt stuck in my offers. Sustainability in business isn't just about money. It's about fun. I resonated with this. I resonated with this on so many levels. Like, I'm learning how to be passionate, like passionate about everything that I do. Everything that I do needs to incorporate some type of passion. When I'm doing things just to be doing it, when it's systematic and there's no type of emotion, no type of passion in it, then I don't need to do it. And so I loved what she was saying because it's, it's the things that you do that you can do without getting paid for. You know, I love podcasts and I love connecting with people. If I don't get paid for it, that's fine because this is something that I love to do. So I thought that this was a really good post to, um, to that, that I resonated with. And what she said here was, woo, had a big realization and it's helping me. This is from Erin on Demand. She's good on uh, YouTube too. Woo, had a big re realization and it's happening. It's helping me rework my business from the inside out so that it's more sustainably fun. Once I started having bills, a team, and more responsibilities, it seemed harder and harder to shift. So glad to have support from my team to make some changes so that we can take Erin on Demand to a new level. So if you are doing something and you've lost the fun and you've lost that passion with it, reignite that passion. Reignite, like rebrand where it's still fun for you to do because the whole purpose of working for yourself or having a side hustle or having a nine to five is just to some, so, you know, even if, even if you're nine to five, it needs to be something you enjoy. Right. So <laughs> whatever job you're doing, just make sure that you're having fun with it and you enjoy. It. And if it doesn't bring you joy and it doesn't add to your happiness, then why do it at all? So life is too short. I always say it's not an audition. So make sure that exactly, exactly. Reignite, like Michi say, reignite your passion. So yeah, I thought that that was just, really cool to share because if, if I'm not creating, what, what am I doing? That's how I feel. If I'm not writing, if I'm not making reads, if I'm not talking to you guys, if I'm not recording a podcast, if I'm not helping people, you know, in my freelance, if I'm not doing all the things that I love to do, then, then what am I doing? You know what I'm saying? So um, always make sure that you 
you have to remind yourself every once in a while, what am I doing and why am I doing it? And and entrepreneurship, it does come with high, with, with its highs and lows, but that, that passion needs to remain for me to continue to do it. And I feel like that's just not a, a me thing. I think that's a lot of people thing. So I thought that I just wanted to, you know, wanted to share that right quick. So, so yeah. So um, before we get into um another thing let's just do a quick commercial be right back if you've been wondering how you can help the BYOK platform wonder no more here are three ways that you can support my platform number one share this is the best option because it's free all you have to do is press the button share here share there and if you want to take it a step further subscribe to our youtube channel thanks in advance the second thing is we have Kofi, which is a platform where you can donate your matcha tea. Three dollars at the least. Anything, any money that you have um, given into the platform, we thank you and we appreciate it. No amount is too small and of course no amount is too big. And then the third thing, subscribe to our mailing list. Another great thing. Also, all of the content that is in the newsletter will not always be posted on social media. As always, thank you for your support and advice. Be sure to be kind to yourself and yourself. Okay, we're back. We're back. So, yes, once again, please follow me. Please like me. Please subscribe to me wherever you're at. Just add me, please. It's free to share. Also, if you want to tip a matcha tea, you can always um, go to this link right here, ko-fi.com slash beyondkind24, which should be in my notes, but I didn't add it. I'll add it at the end. But if you always want to donate, I think it's like $3 to uh, tip a matcha tea. But once again, if you just share and like, that's free. So if you like what you hear, we're always accepting donations. Um, but we, but also, if you want to subscribe to the mailing list just to keep in, you know, in touch with everything we're doing, you can always do www.beyourownkind.com. Yes. All right. So, oh, we have one more talking point before we get into the main subjects here. And that is Steve Harvey. When he says, a lot of people have helped me along the way. Magic Johnson, Oprah Winfrey, 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 former President Barack Obama and many others. Watch me break down the self-made myth. And I agree with this because I don't believe there's no such thing as self-made. So I just wanted to play this because this is something I'm always preaching. People want to dream big and discover the path to life's riches. Now, that's up to you. Whatever you think riches is, that's your definition. There's a survey that says riches and success is being happy. Well, all you have to do then is determine what is it that makes you happy and start down that path. Now, to find true success, I believe that you've got to do some work because it's not free. Uh, everybody would love to wake up and just be happy and bubbly, but it requires some work. So I want to share with you something from my book, uh, chapter 11. There is no self-made man. Now, most of us want to believe that we're independent, that if we set our minds to do something, simply it can get done. Well, I got news for you. Unless you look to others, you can work twice as hard to get half as much. Exactly. It is such an important in community. I know I always cut people off, but community is so important. It is. We can't do everything by ourselves. Like I'm such a firm believer of that. Sometimes you need a partner in a deal in order to aid you along the way. There is nothing wrong with 
asking for what you want. You know, for a long time, I used to think that the path to success was going at it alone because I was always busy priding myself on not asking for help. I was homeless. I didn't want to ask for help. I lived in a car. I didn't want to ask for help. And I almost missed out. I didn't realize how many people were willing to have discussions with me about success. You know, most people that are successful, if you ask them for help, they'll give it to you. I'm talking about advice, principles, solutions, not money. See, one, one thing you, is not never a good idea. Don't walk up to a wealthy person and just ask for money. You know, no, I want to ask for I want to ask for advice. How did you obtain your wealth? And once and, and better yet, how do you sustain it? You know, how many times they didn't got that. But if you're interested in learning how to fish, a lot of people that teach you how to fish as opposed to giving you a fish sandwich, because they know if they give you the fish sandwich, you're going to eat it. You're going to have to come back. A lot of people have helped me along the way. Magic Johnson, Oprah Winfrey, the president. You just don't uh, succeed in any endeavor unless you've got a team that's been supporting you. I've had some conversations with some people who have it together and, and they've taught me many things about succeeding. Now, you might think that requesting help is a huge ask, but it's not. People don't mind sharing knowledge. What is knowledge unless it's shared? Exactly. If you have knowledge, but you never share it, how we know you got it? Right. There is no shame in wanting something. This whole world is based on wanting something. You know, don't sit up and listen to some group, you know, wanting something is a sin. No, it's not. You got to want something. The scripture says a man without a dream or vision shall perish. Amen. So the day you quit wanting something, you might as well push your chips up to the window. It's a wrap. Lose the shame and you will have access to more power. And so here's the key that I want you to tell you about. Success is all about building relationships. Say it, Uncle Steve. It's not what you know, it's who you know. Some people might not step up when you ask them for help. They might not. But guess what? The worst thing can happen to you if, if somebody refuses you. You didn't have it anyway. Right. Well, what are you worrying about that right. for? Well, they might say no. no, or they might turn me down. Right. Ask people. You never know. Exactly. Suppose they say yes. Right. That could be the turning factor. But, you know, there are some principles that will increase your chances of getting a success. Know your worth. Don't let nobody else determine it. And don't assume anything. People aren't mind readers. They don't know what you're thinking. Don't assume they know unless you ask with specifics. Exactly. And then recognize that no is not a rejection. Every time you hear no, it moves you one step closer to a yes. Everybody can't say no. Right. Now, unless you got a harebrained idea. And just remember <laughs> that success is about building a world that looks the way you want it to. Nobody else. I love Uncle Steve, and I could sit and listen to Uncle Steve wisdom all the time, but I loved everything you say. I don't even think I have anything to, to kind of just back up to what he said because I just feel like that is perfect. Like there is there is um strength in a community and don't be afraid to ask for what you want. Don't be afraid. I've reached out to tons of people and out of the couple of people I've reached out to, I've got some yeses. I might have not gotten no responses or people saying they don't have the capacity, but at least I can say I asked. At least I can say I reached out. And there are billions of people in the world. Like he said, you can ask people and, and a no is, the worst thing in the world is no in, in that scenario. So it's like um, the world didn't blow up. 
I could still move on with the person saying no, but at least I reached out and asked. So, cause you never know, you never know, um, what opportunity you can land in just cause you asked and reached out. So, um, I thought that that was very intelligently put and it was uncle Steve, uncle Steve. So speaking of uh, opportunity, Oh, Hi, Jeffrey Owens. Uh, speaking of opportunity, I am um, I do have a sponsorship with BetterHelp. I'm going to play that commercial and then we're going to get into the queen and we're going to get into Ray J having all the energy and all the text messages. I'll be right back. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. People often think anxiety looks one way, but it has many faces and many emotions that sometimes can be overwhelming and daunting. I know about this feeling all too well. Because at a point, I felt powerless to my emotions, almost to the point of drowning in them. So I decided to seek out a therapist to later learn that I have generalized anxiety disorder. If you have been experiencing the same feeling, please know that BetterHelp is here to help. BetterHelp offers licensed therapists who are trained to listen and help you. You have the option of talking with a therapist in a private, online environment at your convenience. There is a broad range of expertise in BetterHelp's 20,000 plus therapist network that gives you access to help that may not be available in under 48 hours. All you have to do is fill out a questionnaire to help assess your specific needs and then you get matched with the therapist in under 48 hours. Then you will schedule secure video and phone sessions plus you get to exchange unlimited messages and everything you share is completely confidential. Thanks to therapy, I learned the tools that I needed to conquer my anxiety and over-obsessive thinking. I did it afraid, and I took that leap to talk with someone, to later learn that it was going to be okay, and that I was going to be okay. Please know that you can request a new therapist at no additional charge, anytime. Join the 3 million plus people who have taken charge of their mental health with an experienced BetterHelp therapist. And better yet, get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash B-Y-O-K. That's betterhelp.com slash B-Y-O-K because you deserve it. Yes, so if um, anyone knows that the fall and the winter season are the highest, highest percentages of seasonal affective disorder, um, and this is a time greatly for you to have someone to speak to. So if you, um, if you're seeking for some counseling and therapist, you can text them. Um, you can set up like uh, virtual calls, however you want to do it. Um, I do, I do implore people to find, you know, to find someone to talk to and better help. It's pretty accessible. You'll get 10% off your first month. Um, with them, if you use this this link right here, BetterHelp.com uh, backslash BYOK. Yes, yes. Therapy is very important. I have a therapist, and it has helped me greatly, very greatly. So, <sighs> let me start this. Black Twitter and Irish Twitter, which I didn't even know existed until this weekend have been acting a fool. They have just been acting a fool. So as everyone know, our queen has passed away. Um, and it's sad for some, but not for <laughs> not for the other half. Like black Twitter and Irish Twitter have been like um, on fire this last past weekend. And although I am just not about 
like memorializing and celebrating someone's death. And I'm just like, man, you guys are harsh. However, they they are not happy with the things that happened under her regime. And I was just wondering, like, I'm looking at all of these, you know, these memes and I'm just like, well, what happened? I didn't know anything about her reign. I didn't know anything that was going on. I didn't know how the Irish was affected. Um, I just know blacks are oppressed everywhere, you know. And so I was just like, okay, well, what ha what specifically happened for Black Twitter and Irish Twitter, you know? And I think it's it's, it's it was African like African Irish or Black Irish. I don't know how to say that, but I don't know what. <laughs> Let me just stop. So Irish American and uh and. Hashtag Irish Twitter and hashtag um, Black Twitter. So anyway, let's get into the. I'm getting all tongue tied. So let's just get into what's what's going on. So so here right here, um, I'm looking at this tweet out of my own business, and it says he said exactly what most of us was thinking. The coverage of the Queen death. Thank God for Black Twitter and Irish Twitter. So here's what this guy had to say. You played a, a clip of her speaking in. Cape Town in 1947 in South Africa. That's the year apartheid took effect in South Africa. They, that was something British colonialism ushered in. British colonialism, which she presided over for all these years, was had a terrible effect on, on much of the world. It's something that people uh, revolt from. And I, I have to say to the, your earlier question, why, why are news, American news networks uh, dedicating all of this time to Queen Elizabeth's funeral? I think it's a good question. I mean, uh, you know, I, I think it's something, there's a weakness in the American character that still yearns for that era of hereditary privilege, which is the very thing that that we escaped from. You played a, a clip of her speaking in. Exactly. And I don't know how big of an escape that is being because we have laws that are still taking us back to back to the 1800s and so he makes a good point there were a lot of unfavorable things that affected a lot of cultures um that she she played her hand in or her regime played played their hand in and so that was one of the things and so um the next thing that um i came across um twitter was all about it so that's where i, I mainly was and it was saying people being surprised about hashtag irish twitter and hashtag black twitter finding common ground over the queen reminds me of what a member of the ira said about being honored by new york city can't be any hope for the global um eft of the world of the earth without unwavering solidarity with black power those who were so was supposed to be my people, the Irish Americans who knew about English misrule and the famine and supported the civil rights movement at home. And I knew that partition in England were the cause of the problem. They said exactly the same things about blacks that the loyalists said about us at home. My people, the people who knew about oppression, discrimination, prejudice, poverty, and the frustration and despair that they produced were not Irish Americans. They were Black, Puerto Rican, and Chicanos. In New York, I was given the key to the city by the mayor, an honor not to be sneezed at. I gave it to the Black Panther. So they're saying, like, this is, this is that same thing. Like, you know, we're just, <laughs> you know, we're, we're, we're just going to ignore all of this and and act like everything is okay and like these things are not happening. And I think that that is where the the energy and the uproar and the enrage is happening 
um, through Twitter. And although people are making jokes, you know, about it and like, oh, you're not supposed to, um, which I don't play with the death, like the dead. Like, I feel like there should be a certain level of respect for the dead. However, history can't be erased. And just like what I said about Kevin Samuels, like you don't have to like what he did and say, and it doesn't erase anything that he said and did. However, it doesn't mean that like he didn't affect people. And I think that's, that's the same in the same realm of the queen. And so I wanted to get more into it. I've never really been a history person. So some of this stuff goes over my head, but thank God for like Google and stuff. So I was able to actually read a little bit. Now I'm not going to read the whole article, but I just wanted to get into like why everybody is just like, just highly upset. So they say why Queen's death prompted Irish Twitter to discuss the potato famine. I just needed some context. Like I really did. And um, she was 96. Ireland remained under British rule for 800 years in history that is marked by brutality and violent uprisings and the potato famine. The potato famine was a major event in modern Irish history. In Ireland, it is known officially as the Great Famine or in Gortamore, the Great Hunger. So um, it lasted from 1845 to 1849, and the famine was caused by a potato blight that saw crops fail all over the country, which um, rely on the potato crops as their primary food source. And we know that potatoes is a big thing in our, our Irish culture. I didn't know that. The Queen's death sparked a discussion on Irish Twitter about the famine as part of a larger conversation about colonialism and imperialism and the late Queen's role in it. Lots of Americans confused about Irish Twitter because an Anglo-centric education taught us Ireland suffered a famine when it was really a British-led genocide. So they says lots of Americans confused about Irish Twitter because, oh, that's what I just said. Another Twitter, Twitter use, user added, I'm not emotional about the queen one way or the other, but I'm shocked by how many people think the potato famine was due to crop failure and don't know the English exported food from Ireland to England during that time, enough food to feed all the Irish who died. So, so it was a genocide, essentially. Although the famine is, the famine is a very well-known part of Irish history, many Irish people believe it is misleading to call it a famine at all. And today, many are scrutinizing British Britain's role in the crisis, which saw the death of roughly one million Irish people from starvation and related causes and the immigration of approximately another one million people. Ireland's population has still not recovered from the potato famine. While the potato crops did indeed fail, other food sources were exported to Britain, which resulted in mass starvation. So I want to start th stop there. Oh, it says research published in the Washington Post, just want to say this, said that more than 26 million bushels of grain were exported from Ireland to England in 1845 and nearly 4,000 vessels carrying food left Ireland for ports in England in 1847, a year particularly deadly year of the famine famously known as Black 47. So they're saying um, food like peas, beans, rabbits, fish, and honey continued to be exported from Ireland in 1947. So it just caused a great death. It caused a great, like a lot of, like they said, millions of people died because they just starved because they were taking money. I mean, taking food from Ireland and <laughs> exporting it to Britain. And so you can't really call it a famine when they had the food, yet they were exporting it to another place. So they had the food, you know, so um, it's kind of in the same sense of um, back with the Native Americans when they needed, they wanted grain. And so they just 
wiped out the Native Americans just so they can get their hands on some grain, you know? So um, it's very similar to that. So that explains um, Irish's Twitter's pain. So then um, now we're going to figure, like we're going into black, black Twitter. Um, and like I said, I'm just doing this for context because while people are laughing and making jokes about it, it was a lot of lives affected. It wasn't funny to people who lost their family members due, due to these things. So that's why I just wanted to give a little context behind it. So immediately following, we know she, um, Queen Elizabeth II. Oh, she's the second. Okay, she died. Uh, Elizabeth's legacy isn't necessarily complicated but filled with enough ambiguity and action and inaction that it might be easy to understand why people of color might view her differently than the adoring throng mourning outside of Buckingham Palace. The longest reigning British monarch's history on race will forever exist as part of her legacy. Reminder that Queen Elizabeth is not a remnant of colonial times. She was an active participant in colonialism. She actively tried to stop independence movements and keep newly independent colonies from leaving the Commonwealth. The evil she did was enough. While her role in colonialism is its devastating impact on Black people continue to gnaw at many, the latest generation had an up-close view into the Queen's relationship with her mixed-race daughter-in-law, Meghan Markle. Now, we're familiar with this so well, I am. A low point was when Prince Harry was asked by a family member how dark Archie's skin might be. Marco told Oprah Winfrey in a 2021 interview, Archie is Marco and Harry's son. Marco revealed that she began having suicidal thoughts while pregnant with Archie in 2019. I just didn't want to be alive anymore, Marco told Winfrey. And that was a very clear and real and frightening constant thought. So they, he, Harry also expressed frustration over the lack of family support when British media members and others launched racially motivated insults at Marco. And if I saw a video today when um, Marco was at the funeral and it's like people barely wanted to like shake her hand, you know, so um, it's still going on with that. So just just the the offensiveness, you know, um, then they said the then let me see. Um, earlier, many in Great Britain and around the globe called on the Queen to deal with the fallout over complaints that Buckingham Palace had no official response to the murder of George Floyd and the global Black Lives Matter movement. However, the palace offered only tepid responses. Before and during Elizabeth's reign, journalists claimed the royal family looked the other way and even enabled racism. These incidents aren't just historical. Royal family members have been ignoring accusations of racism since as recently as June 2020, when the Queen failed to respond to accusations that the Royal Honors Medal is highly offensive and resembles the killing of Floyd. It's hard to imagine the Queen showing support for Black Lives Matter and anti-racism in general when in her 69 years on the throne, she has failed to address the racism that is undeniably that undeniably exists in the institution of the royal family. So there's just a long list of discrimination, a long list of racism within her regime, within her reign, um, and things that were things that were ignored. Um, part of the apartheid with the Irish, you know, the, the famine that happened years ago. So this is why Black Twitter and, and Irish Twitter 
um, are in an uproar. And like I said, I always respect the dead, but I wanted to get some content context as into where this was coming from. And so I read these articles um, and I'll put them in the notes at the end of this video if you just want to read it a little bit more just to get context of why why they are mad. You know, um, I was aware of Meghan Markle's and I think that was part of why Harry wanted to miss like disconnect from the family because of how, you know, it was affecting his wife and inevitably his half black children. So um, I, I am sorry for, you know, the people that, you know, that she was a part of their lives and things of that sort. However, um, it doesn't erase the damage that was done. And that's how I'll politically put that. Um, and so just to make it a little, a little lighter note, um, people have also been mistaking her for Betty White. Now, I love me some Betty White. And when Betty White was gone, I was just, it's just like I lost my grandmother all over again. She was like, like America's grandma, you know what I'm saying? And so, um, people were making jokes and, and like, there was a war between Betty White and the Queen Elizabeth and stuff like that. But I'm just like, please y'all quit, quit, just quit resurrecting the death of Betty White, like. Uh, rest in peace to both the ladies. And <laughs> so I think I played all my commercials too early. So we're just going to transition into Ray J. Oh, Ray J, Ray J, Ray J. So Ray J has kind of been in the news since the, um, what you call that? The, the battle or whatever, when they did the uh, versus, the versus battle. And he's been growing beards and come to find out he had um like repetitively cheated on his wife and they got a divorce and he's just he finds a way to stay in everything if you ever go back to like the past stories with tupac and stuff it always ray j name is always like somehow interjected in the story like ray j is everywhere at all times he's like omnipresent in a sense anyway why are we talking about ray j today um he had energy he had energy and um i feel like it catapulted when um chris jenner was on the show and she was they did a lie detector test and she said um she asked they she was asked if she had any part in that ray j kim tape and she said no ray j was over it he was totally over it so i've i've been searching and trying to put everything together because it was just so much stuff going on then there was a text between him and kanye and kanye wasn't even in the conversation and i was just like oh kanye so anyway <laughs> so i just want to like get into the timeline as much as i could i feel like this post did the best um this is from 19th um on instagram haven't been shouting out the stuff where i'm finding stuff at but uh 19th from instagram and so it says ray j went live with receipts and claims chris jenner made him and kim kardashian reshoot their tape and pulled up text messages with kanye west on his projector <sighs> here we go we got 400,000 just like i got 400,000 we signed a contract the same day you got, you got the, the same, same contract, contract I got, got except, except guess, guess what? what? You rushed me to sign the contract as your mama was rushing me to sign it. So guess what you did? You signed my deliverables in your in your handwriting, right? Because you was rushing me. So you signed my deliverables. Kim Kardashian got her handwriting and her fingerprints all over my contract. When you look at the two, when you look at my signature and you look at her signature on my deliverables, that should say, tape number one. Tape, tape number, number two, two and, and guess, guess what? what? 
the third mixtape with the second they trying to play me on, that shit called Santa Barbara sex. Her mama made us go shoot it for safety. She watched the mother and said, hey, we're going to go with the first one because the first one is better. It gives my daughter a better look than the second one that I made y'all go do. But you watched it and made a decision. And then and you get on whatever show you was on and take a lie detector test with a fraud. You got 400,000 just like Okay, so I'm always for the comments. So some comments are saying, okay, Ray, why you still got them texts? Let it go. The reason why he's not letting it go is because it ruins some of his business opportunities. Because he, as he said in a, in a part of that live was he, you know, was about to sign deals and they were like, no, we can't, we can't work with you because you were a part of that tape and we don't like how that transpired and blah, 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 blah. So he feel like he lost money in this, even though he, he gained money, you know, it feels like Kim got the better end of the stick and he had energy. So let's keep going. So, um, Ray J was pulling up text messages. Was he talking to him? Whatever he needs help with as a father. And, and just to show him that I got his back and I told him the real story about how Chris Jenner didn't put the tape out. So here we go. Can y'all see that shit? All right. Yo, if yeah. I spoke to whack. This is clearly a projector. They won't lie. And he said, you still have some tapes. I need to get those back and contracts. Like, you need to get the contracts back too? Because Kim, the, Kim the, the, the contracts that Sim, Kim don't want people to know that she signed my deliverables. So she trying to have Kanye go get the contract that I got back and he like planned for her, right? So he goes, can we hop on this? This is I'm not so Look what I say to this nigga. Hold on. Go a little faster because these niggas is impatient sometimes. What the are you talking about? I got two kids in a tech company. Why would I involve myself in this? I'm so past this. So this is what this nigga put after. Let's not use profanity. <laughs> This is a whole fool. This is a whole fool, like for real. Yes, it was time. I'm not gonna lie. It was time because they have made him look so bad. Like he did this for clout and this and that. But I just thought it was just unbelievable that a mom would do this. My cousin told me. My cousin told me. There's a video we did back um with cousin chat, and my cousin tried to tell me. Anyway, here we go. This nigga tell me let's not use the Look how much me and Kanye talking. That's this is me and Kanye mistake. talking because I'm trying to help him with whatever he needs help with as a father and just to show him that I got his back and I told him the real story about how Chris Jenner didn't put the tape out. So here we go. Can y'all see that shit? All right. Okay, Yo, let's, let's hop on a phone call later. Wax said you had the tapes in the safe. He lying because Wax ain't never said that because me and Wax both know he that Wax was just... Now, Ray J is inaccurate in that because Wax 100... He did say that he had some tapes a while back. He did say that he had um, a copy of the tape. So that Wack 100 said that publicly. Because Chris Jenner is the one who made us shoot the second sex tape in Santa Barbara. She made us thought, right, we, we'll get to that because I got all the proof on that too. I got all the emails. I got Chris Jenner. I got Kim walking into Vivid. I Kim had on a white dress. I had on a white shirt. We walking into Vivid together with Chris. Like, it's over for them. Hold on, this is an appetizer. Go up. I'm assuming you know the full story. This is me being honest. Uh, oh, five, right? How it happened. Who broke it, the deal? Who put it all together? ET, let's not use the phone. Let's hop on a phone call later. Wax said you had to taste and say, he lying. Because Wax ain't never said that. Can you, can you not focus on your phone and just focus on this, please? Like, we live, nigga. Ray J is all move. For real? Like, fuck your phone. 
I'm in the hospital right now. I got pneumonia. So I'm stuck here by myself. Keep going up. Terrible on the prompter. Terrible on the prompter. Kid B, my nigga. He too rich. He over here doing a favor for me. Terrible on the prompter, my nigga. Faster, 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 faster. Faster, 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 nigga. Like, listen, I'm on live, nigga. They, they got a good combo. I trust you, nigga. Keep going past this. We in a lesson, a documentary. This nigga, hold on, go back. This nigga sending me pictures of what he doing. He got models and shit. This nigga. <laughs> In there taking pictures with her and shit. You get what I'm saying? This nigga hitting me, dog. I ain't never talked to this nigga in my life. Got a good combo. I trust you, nigga. Keep going past this. Me and a lesson, a documentary. Oh my God. This nigga. Well, they said nobody right on Instagram. <laughs> he did, but the whole situation was comical. Like, like, not what happened is comical. Let me be clear, right? He had a whole documentary. <laughs> I couldn't even say keep up with the, the story because the laugh was just so hilarious. Like, what? <laughs> is there more to this? Oh, it just says Ray J has a full PowerPoint presentation. Y'all can't tell me that he lied. I I believe him. I totally believe him. They said everybody on Ray J's Instagram live is what's this? I can't even get it out. This is so funny. Everybody on Ray J's Instagram live is witnessing history right now. We haven't seen Ray J this mad since he called into the Breakfast Club back in the day. Chris and Kim must have really stepped on his toes. Yes, I believe him too. I believe him too. And I'm, I know you guys can read it, but this is also an audio version that will be uploaded. So that's why I read it for the people listening, if you're wondering. So Ray J said, the end who did a polygraph test didn't go to polygraph school. I'll be back in a minute. Peace. Hey, can you hang it up while we eat? They said, never let them see you sweat. I'm going to sweat for my kids. Come on. Who is that? <laughs> no, I said, This was Holly Grab School. Holly Grab School. So I had to go into other sites because. I I was I couldn't focus on the lab like it was all over the place but I'm still like okay you know he talking about polygraph school he getting off to eat he um he insulting the projecting the projector person so I'm like okay and so so I went back to Twitter because that was been helping me all day right and so oh where are my glasses can I make this bigger all right. So, uh, you know, if you have if you have Pinterest on your computer, doesn't it seem like it just takes over? Why do I want to save this? Move this. Does anybody know how to move this red thing? Oh, there it is. Okay. So Ray J said Kim wrote the description of the deliverables because he was going too slowly and Kim and Chris were rushing him through signing the contracts. Now, mind you, there has to be a sense of accountability because he signed the contracts. He agreed to this. I think he just was upset about the aftermath and the fact that they're making him like the scapegoat. Um, 
you know, essentially. So he handled the contract with gloves and says fingerprints should still be on it. So his fingerprints are nowhere on the papers, apparently. So the deal was brokered by Chris and the help of Joe Francis, which is the girls gone wild scumbag that Courtney dated. Okay, thanks for the context. Ray J broke up with Kim for stealing 120K from his mom and sister via credit card fraud. That is true. I remember reading about that. Um, so they were broken up when they filmed the third tape. First of all, why was there three tapes? And why was the mom sitting through, allegedly, 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 don't be trying to sue me, I'm really small, really small platform. Uh, <laughs> why would she allegedly sit through three tapes like that? And so at Chris and Vivid's request. So Chris watched all the tapes and decided to go with the original ones because the Santa Barbara tape was too raunchy. Okay. <laughs> they prefer the original tape because it made Kim look better and she kept her bra on in it. It's very weird. That's why they call it Holly weird. That's so weird for a mom. Seriously? So Ray J is upset. I'm all about being your own kind, but this is a little strange. So Ray J is upset that they are still pushing the lie that he put out the tape against Kim's will. Okay, so I do remember that's that's it. I wouldn't want my mom. No, no, I wouldn't even want to watch my mom kiss it. I know time she saw me really kiss my husband was at the wedding. And maybe when we say hi, bye, but okay, maybe she sees that. But no, anything past that, like, no. So Ray J is upset that they're still pushing a lie that he put out the tape against Kim's will. He has children now, and he doesn't want his son to think he approves of that type of behavior or his daughter to think he'd ever do that to a woman. So now he has a child. He has children. This is his soul was cool back in the day. But now that he's a father, he's like, OK, OK, let me clear this up. Um, What am I saying? He also owns a company now, doesn't want the women he works with to feel uncomfortable around him. Here's my comment to that. Ray J, you've been had this company, Ray J the tape was out before the company. So if you have women working there, they are already cognizant of this tape. So I think you just, <laughs> yeah, he made that song trying to get back at Kanye and Kanye was upset. So my whole thing is I get you're upset, but the excuse of you have a company now, you had that company when this tape came out. So the fact that you have this company and you're a millionaire, stuff like that, this tape did not affect that, but it did affect some opportunities. He did say that in one of the lives, one of the lives. So last year, Ray J's ex-manager, WAC 100, made some comments about leaking the Santa Barbara tape. He did. I remember that. Um, <clears throat> it was a lie. He didn't have the tape and Ray J had no knowledge. WAC had said it. Oh, okay, because WAC did say this. So still, he gave Kanye his copies of the tapes and his text messages with Kim. So he gave Kanye all of it. Right. That's what I'm saying. He was bragging about it. And so it says he believed the story about the Robo Blocks ad and wanted to put Kim's mind at ease. He only asked that they clear his name as he had nothing to do with it. He was not told that it would be used as a plot on her TV show. So there's a TV show. I don't even know how good it's doing. Uh, but there is a TV show um, with the Kardashians on. It's Hulu, I think. And I don't really know how good it's going because they went from E! To, um, to Hulu. I never watched the Keeping Up with the Kardashians and I never watched this. So I think they were just looking for 
you know, a script, even, you know, with Kanye and her arguing back and forth, I feel like that was probably part of the show as well, because it'll be random where they're okay, and then it'll be spurts where, you know, they're not okay, and it's always around, you know, always around the show or whatever. So I really wanted to see these, um, these text messages, because Ray J was going too fast, and I couldn't take him seriously. So this is the show. I would play it, but I'm not because what YouTube is not going to do is take my whole live off. They did that last time I did that. So I didn't get a chance to like audio it. And so, um, but he was on the late, late show with, uh, who was this guy? I don't know, but the late, late lie detector show. And I remember I saw um, an excerpt of this and he, she said that Kylie was her favorite daughter, probably because she a millionaire and blah, 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 blah. So let's get into the text. He said that Chris Jenner was the mastermind. We heard all of that. I just want to get to the text. Where is the text? So it says, yo, it's yay. Let me see. Okay, it's all here. Yo, it's yay. I spoke to Wack and he said, you still have some tapes. I need to get those back and the contracts and give them to my wife. Call me, hop on. Hop, call, can we hop on to facilitate this? Now, he said he's never talked to Kanye a day in his life, but it's Kanye West. He's a billionaire. You probably get everybody's numbers. So Wack said you had tapes. So this is Ray J saying, I'm assuming you know the full story from 05, right? How it happened, who broke the deal, who put it all together, um, ETC, etc. You have, I say ETC, you have the full picture, right? You have to know that to understand all of what I'm going to break down to you out of respect for the man you being behind. Kanye shows him what he's doing. He says, I'm just at this fitting for two more hours. Can we build? tomorrow so he's saying i'm busy right now so i really can't get into it so that's why kanye sent those pictures this is making more sense and so this is blurry but it's but it's saying you know what we did you're also now he's reaching out to car um to kim kardashian they say then ray j revealed his dms with kim during the first time when the sex tape was a storyline in the new hulu series in april 2021 in a separate 48 minute long video, he shows the 48 minutes. Okay. You know what we did. Your mom controlled this whole sex tape deal with Joe Francis and Steve Hirsch. It was her idea to put out the tape with Vivid. All I did was agree. Now you want to make it seem like I'm doing it again without your control. All the fake tears, your fans don't know what he's saying. You to be honest, sincere, but it's all fake. Why is this finger there? Cameras. I was what? doing my part until you started doing all of this why are you trying to ruin me when you know that i was just a player in this you have to stop believing your own lies i have to let the world know the real because you've taken it too far now a number somebody needs to explain <laughs> the play you are doing to me asap or i will have no choice but to protect my brand and my family and expose the real it's the caps for me. So you yelled this whole message. I'm sorry. So then um, Kim responded, explaining the situation, how the following episodes depict the now infamous moment where Kanye returns the computer with the alleged remaining tape. Hi, she says. Sorry, I'm only see how she's not talking to caps. Hi, sorry, I'm only seeing your above DMs now. I am happy to hear that you're doing well and congrats on your beautiful family. In regards to your last message, did you actually watch the episode because I didn't say a single bad thing about you? The show filmed in real time the day um, in hell that I had with my lawyers when your manager threatened to release another tape that doesn't exist. And my son, who was five years old at the time, seeing an ad with my cry face emoji that said Kim's new sex tape as clickbait in Roblox. 
It was upsetting to have to deal with, and I am sure you can understand how that feels. So she did not, she did not accept any, she did not admit anything. Her PR team probably wrote this too. Like she didn't admit anything. She's like, we didn't say anything about you. I'm talking about how this affected me as much as it affected you. Kim like, nope, you're not finna trip me up. So after Ray J then sent multiple messages and Kim said she spoke with her team and would make a statement that clarified Ray J had no plan to release any of their additional footage 20 years later. Thank you for reaching out. And my hope is that after next week, when everyone sees that the computer was given back to Kanye, that this story will be dead and done with. Just spoke to my team. We will get something out tomorrow morning to clarify that this was a joke and that you would never have done something like this. Hope this helps. And I'm sorry to hear how this affected you. It wasn't my intention. So she's only speaking of that right there. So nobody is addressing the past. So she she didn't admit um, to what happened. So Kim says she wanted no drama with Ray J and to move on from the tape. Ray J told viewers she's still being vil villainized on the show. <clears throat> He's still being villainized on the show. So because you grew up and have a family and people change their minds, let me call the team one sec. I just wanted to be clear with you if you wanted it out there that we spoke. I don't want to create any drama at home, but the story that we will work together to speak to Vivid to get it pulled off the air is a bigger story and show unity and that there's no more bad blood or drama. So she's still playing into the fact of the narrative that he released the video. She still plants that narrative. There's no more bad blood. But if you guys allegedly signed the contract and did three takes of a tape, there was never no bad blood. It sounds like it was an agreement, right? It was a collaboration, right? So the fact that she's using language like that is still falling into the narrative of the original reason why the video was released. Just my opinion. So it says it looks like the two actually left off on good terms. This is the last thing we saw in the video. I guess it was Chris' recent lie detector segment that triggered Ray J to share all these messages and information. So he said, I would, uh, I will talk to the team now, but best bet for everyone to forget is just be positive and only do dope S. She says, I don't know. I've never spoke to you on the phone or seen you in person in over 12 to 15 years. I'm having this combo with you now, but I haven't been able to look you in the eye and really lock in like it's supposed to be. I appreciate you for at least trying to make it better after it got way worse. Can we speak again tomorrow after the episode comes out and figure out the right plan for both of us moving forward? He says, absolutely. It's better that it just goes away. That's fine, too. Trust me, it will all go away. So she's still saying that. I don't know. Like, if you're reading in between her line, right, right. So I'm having this comment with you now, but I haven't been able to look you in the eye and really lock in what it's supposed to be. So that can go either way. I'm trying to read it between the lines because Kim's responses are so tight and so on point till it makes Ray J look crazy at this point because she's not she's not even mentioning her mom. She's not even, you know, entertaining any of that. You know what I'm saying? Yes, it's definitely a PR response. So you're sitting here like maybe Ray J is losing his mind, but he got he's too adamant, you know, and he's too descriptive in what he's saying, you know. So, um, so that's the end. So it says, so Dr. Uh, Chris Jenner went on James Corden's show and claimed that she had nothing to do with the, oh, it was James Gordon, um, to do a releasing the sex tape, which was deemed true by a polygraph expert and Ray J thought it was fake. So we already read that. So that, this is the conversation with Ye and Kim and 
that was the that was the end of that, right? No. So now present day, he's super upset. He's going on live, and he's pretty much sick of it. He's he's sick of it. He's he's sick of you know the BS. And so of course we take the Twitter, and they they are a fool automatically. And so this pop based person said, Ray J claims Chris Chris Jenner made him and Kim Kardashian shoot three tapes so that she could choose the best one. She watched and said, we're going to go with the first one because it's better. It gives my daughter a better look. So people is like, like, mind you, he still agreed to do the video. He's just mad he never got the career from it. That's what one of the comments says. And then somebody said, LOL, all the people on their hating, on their hating high horse acting like they did or can do a better job raising their kids. Chris literally set her daughter up for a level of success on y'all wish y'all could reach these are the comments these are the comments then this person who i thought was probably most normal that says that's actually so creepy imagine wanting to direct three sex tapes of your daughter and then watching all three to decide which is the best one that's what i was thinking and then goddess says thank you for having the morals to realize how awful demented and disgusting this all is i was looking to see if one person had the dc to acknowledge how twisted this was i'm gonna like that because i totally agree with that like because she came up so money and fame is great i guess at any cost is what these what these people are saying i don't know it's just it just really creeps me out you know um and let me see if there's anything else oh here's the last tweet that i saw on this it was so much i had to really like condense it down and so the joy says um kanye and ray j need to stop screaming black injustice every time something happens to them within the kardashian family they do do that kanye does that a lot you were real quiet when they appropriated black culture and capitalized off of black women she also says bottom line is black women were perpetrated as haters or aggressors whenever we rightfully spoke out against the the fetishing and black fishing now that the kardashians disposed of y'all you're screaming on live like you're the ray j army there's a lot of unnecessary diving and mental gymnastics going on when the point is so simple i'm not defending anyone here i'm emphasizing how everyone demonized and ignored black women on the same outrage Kanye and Ray J are now spewing since leaving the Kardashians. I couldn't argue with her. I couldn't argue with her. Where was that when she was wearing the braids and the big earrings and, you know, now she's blonde and stuff because she's not with him or whatever. But when she was with Kanye, she was getting away with a lot of that stuff that a lot of people couldn't get away with. Remember when Adele wore them French braids and people just wanted to cancel her? Kim then did stuff way past that, and then no one said anything. No one said anything. Matter of fact, Kanye was styling her. Nothing was said, and now when he can't see his kids, they're evil. <laughs> they're evil, and the only reason why Travis is getting away because Travis is still good with Kylie. Kylie loved Travis, so um, so yeah. That uh, oh, Joy kept talking. She said, um, she said they've always been, yeah, they have, they have. And a lot of people I saw were kind of saying like, um, saying like, he's going to bring down the Kardashians. This is the end of it. And this and that. I don't think so. I think that this is just going to sweep under the rug. People going to think that Ray J is just like, you know, losing his mind and they're going to be like, oh, little Ray J and they're going to move on. You know what I'm saying? Unless he really, I mean, he is 
I, if he's not a billionaire, I know he has a lot of money. And so he can get lawyers if he really want to fight this. But with fighting this and you really want to protect your family, they finna unveil your whole life. So I don't know. Do you think it's worth him to keep fighting it? Do you think that it's going to make any difference? Like, what are your thoughts on this? Like, what are your thoughts on this? Um, It does suck, you know, for him that he was put out there to to have released the tape. However, he signed. He consented to this. That's that's the one thing. Like, accountability, you also consented to this. And now that you, you know, you have a family, you want to say, hey, I didn't have any, you know, I don't want to be seen as a, as this and that. But now you're just saying, hey, this was purposeful. We did this three times and her mama was watching us. I don't know. Kind of paints a, a worse picture to me. Um, it's not the end. They'll say he's acting up again. They won't pay him any mind. No, no. Just like nobody's paying Kanye West any mind. Kanye has been ranting and and Ray, I'm just not gonna keep doing a show about it, but he he's been ranting and stuff about it. And I love me some Kanye, but it's like they're being true to who they are. And at this point, they're too strong to break to break down. And it looks like Chris will go through heights to make sure that her family was taken care of. She is she's the momager or the pimp. I don't know. However you want to look at it, but she's gonna make sure that. You know, allegedly, allegedly, Chris, you know, so, so yeah, I mean, um, what are your thoughts? I, that's pretty much all I have. Kanye is exhausting. We just want my music. Well, here's the thing. Even when we get music, it's like some type of, some type of controversy. You know what I'm saying? Like with the Donda, it was so much Donda controversy. Then Donda too, we couldn't even listen to it. He put it on a whole nother player and then it was just so much controversy. Then he made that little peak. Uh, animation where he was burying him and stuff like that. <sighs> Kanye. I, I still hold him to Kanye. You know what? He's from Chicago. He's a Gemini. I resonate with him. He was raised down the street from my house. So I'm just like, I love you, Kanye. I love you. But then there's just some things that just make so hard to defend till I just be to people be looking at me like, really, Renita? So um I support him sometimes silently. But I pray for him. I pray for him because he is under a lot of pressure. You know, and the Kardashians was his family, so it's hard for him to let it go because he don't want to let that go. I don't I don't know if they're ever going to get back together. I don't know. But now we're talking about Kanye. So I just kind of feel like, I don't know, Ray J is going to look like he's a ranting raver just like Kanye at this point, even though it's really believable because that's not the first time that I've heard something like that. So it's it's, it's pretty believable. But, but anyway... <laughs> Anyway, for closing remarks, um, fame isn't everything, you know, um, not at any cost, but that's easy for me to say because I'm not a billionaire, but, you know, um, yeah, yeah. And also, uh, <laughs> I don't really know what to say after that. You know, um, they drive those men insane. Well, I mean, it's conspiracies that it's all type of stuff going on. I mean, witchcraft. I mean, we heard Nicki Minaj said that a, a rapper tried to... Um, do witchcraft on her too and i'm just like wow maybe that's maybe that's going on in the industry i don't know I, I really don't know but they're saying that those guys are under spell and blah blah blah, blah. i don't know i don't know um in my opinion i just feel like kanye really loved kim you know even if you know it just looked like he really loved her and it felt like they had something real but she just couldn't take him anymore because like you said he is exhausting 
But then on the other hand, she's pretty exhausting too. So I feel like they, you know, they were a couple, couple made for each other. But who knows? They may get back together. We don't know what's real or not, you know. So that's the thing when it when it comes to them. That is the thing. Yeah, he love he love he loves her a lot. If she calls him and say, hey, let's get back together, I don't see her saying, I don't see him like, no. He'll be the happiest man on earth because he wants his family. He wasn't raised with his dad, so he wants to be in the household with his kids. It's very important to him. You know, now he's opening up a school, and he got a church, and he, he wants his kids to go to his school. Then people are like, well, what's the curriculum, Kanye? I don't know. I may look into it. I may not, but that's that's the latest on Kanye, if you guys want to know, because I still follow what he does. But yeah. <laughs> So thank you all for watching because I can go forever about Kanye. Thank you guys for watching <laughs> tonight's um, tonight's live. And if you have any topics that you want me um, to discuss, I said I'm um, if my schedule permits Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, we can just talk about what's going on. And even if it's nothing like juicy to talk about, I guess we can still talk because it's always something to talk about, whether positive, I'm just down to talk about whatever. So if you have any topics, just be sure to put it in the comments or you can send it to me um, in the chat on beyourownkind.com be or in the DM on any of my social medias, which is beyourownkind24. If you are on um, YouTube, be sure to subscribe. Be sure to subscribe if you're on Twitch, follow if you're on Facebook, like, and you could have been anywhere in the world tonight, but you had planned to be here with me, and I appreciate you all. And until next time, please don't forget to be your own kind and be careful out there. You, you real, it's crazy out there. So <laughs> good night, everybody. <laughs> Bye.